0: My name is Andrew Council.
1: I view the world through the lens of a generational camera phone. I wake up as a black male and go to bed as a black male. I am surviving this never ending court case we commonly call life in
0: the best way I know how. Welcome back to UN50 2021. We really appreciate you. Those of you that have been with us uh, through last year and joined us when we started out. And for those of you that may be new to UN50, we, uh, Podcast here out of the Bull City in Durham, North Carolina. Um, my co-host is Harmony Chavis, and uh, my other co-host is Andrew Council, who is my favorite nephew. He's not joining us; he's uh, celebrating a birthday with some friends in Colorado. So, how's it going, Harmony?
1: Um, I always feel so awkward when you put me on the spot like that. Can can Pete, like is this going to be recorded like with our faces? Yeah. Oh, And we're going to put it out to people.
0: Well, you know, right now, and I'm glad you said that, because what we've done, I think of those of you who've been following us, we actually are available on, on Apple I, uh, iPod podcast and also Spotify. So a lot of that is mainly audio. So if you're worried about that, so send your friends to Spotify and Apple, then you ain't got to worry about <laughs> looking at it. Because it
1: looks like. <laughs> with this filter i guess i should have done my ponytail higher it looks like i'm bald first of all can you see my lashes i got them done today
0: oh did you oh cute yeah see you do look cute
1: that is cute so i know it makes you feel like you got a whole like face of makeup on even though you don't
0: right and and you're not going anywhere no you're just being cute in the house (laughs)
1: yeah i got like so this let me tell y'all okay so i went to get my my toes done yesterday And he was like, do you want gel polish or regular polish? I was like, gel polish. And he was like, what kind of pedicure do you want? So I was like, let me, let me see the menu. (laughs) So I said, I wanted to do the lavender one and it was $45. He was like, yeah, well, well that one's $45. Is that okay? And I'm like, yeah. And he was like, and we add 15 extra for gel. So 60 total. Okay. And I'm like, okay. So then I felt like I had the low key flex. You know what I mean? (laughs) Uh (laughs)
0: And, And for a boomer, what does that mean?
1: It means like show him that I have the money to spend, but then I remembered that like I am not a drug dealer. I have a <laughs> nine to six p.m. job, right. um, so I just I, I didn't flex on him. But it really, you know what I mean? It's like, sir, I'm newly not broke, but beyond <laughs> beyond all else, I can read, right? right. And I can do math. So, so I guess... I guess That's real- how my 2021 is going.
0: <laughs> so inquiring minds want to know. So you got a $60 job done to your, to your feet?
1: I did, plus a tip, Ooh. which was hefty,
0: you know. Oh, cool. Good for you. Uh,
1: thank you. Thank
0: yeah. you. So if, you want anybody, if anybody wants to see her lashes, you can go to our YouTube channel as well. <laughs> <laughs> my
1: girl Taylor Keeping at Amazing Lash Studios. She should pay me for this advertisement. Let me stop giving people free advertisement. But yeah, 2021 is off to quite a chaotic start. I really feel bad for people that were genuinely optimistic that somehow the world was going to change when, you know, the the clock struck, what was, I guess, 12, right? Not 12, it was at 12.
0: Yeah,
1: Yeah, at midnight. (laughs) (laughs) I just, I don't know, like, obviously, the only thing that we can control in this world is really ourselves. And I think a lot of people were just... I don't know, just so desperate for things to be different than they were. Yep. And that yes. just makes, me,
0: makes me sad. It is. I saw this news, so at least we had a good f- five first five days of 2021. <laughs> 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 it's kind of um, sad. Yeah. So, but you know, we, you know, talking about 21, 2021, we want to continue to do the work that we do and we look forward to people joining us. Um, Harmony and I have been out riding bicycles together and, and hanging out and
1: stuff like that. Um, I knew this oh, was coming. I knew oh, it was coming. Oh, so let me hall- go ahead and tell the story for you get to tell the story. So BJ and I biked together and it was 7 a.m. on a cold Saturday morning. I haven't been on a bike in God knows how long. And this is my first time ever riding a road bike. So if you don't know anything about bikes, road bike tires are super, super skinny. The seat is too high and I cannot adjust it. So I hopped on my bike, you know, I ran into the grass a little bit cause I had on gloves and couldn't really feel my hands and I face planted, not into the grass either on the cement.
0: Yep. She did a good roll. She did a good body roll. She, she did a good tuck and roll. That's sure. she was like. She, you all right?" She's like, yeah, she was laughing. So no blood and she got back on. So they all, they all, the lesson learned is Dutch yourself off and get back up and keep it moving.
1: Oh, BJ, I thought that you were going to say something that was like offensive and uh, <laughs> way less sentimental. Look
0: at you. <laughs> no, we I got all the rest of 2021 <laughs> to do that. So I don't want to start out on the first day. <laughs> so one of the things that, um, we kind of wanted to just talk share with you for 2021, and I shared this with Harmony a few weeks ago, is that, you know, we're going to be bringing on guests to really talk, talk continue to talk about your uh, interaction with law enforcement and perspectives, um, but just bringing my truth to that as a Black female executive and what what I see and and the perspective that I'm bringing from, from law enforcement and then also the perspective I bring as a Black person. Um, looking at these situations and also, you know, this constant discussion about, we talked about defunding police, and we're also going to continue to talk about that a little bit too, but also figuring out what that truly looks like uh, for, I think, one of the things that was how I want to say that is defunding police is a national narrative, but it is a local action. And people have to have to look at that as to what they need to do locally for their individual law enforcement agency to make their agency and community be the way that they want. You can't really base that on another, uh, you know, on a large organization when and, and I won't get too far into it, but just statistically 18,000 law enforcement agencies across this country. Fifteen thousand of those have no more than twenty-five employees. So you got to understand their budgets are not going to be ten million dollars like Atlanta PD or even Durham PD. So just to have those kind of conversations and bringing folks in with different perspectives and conversations um, that may be uncomfortable, some people maybe, and then another may be uncomfortable how we address these issues and the, the perspective we bring to it. And what uh, I've decided that I need to do that. In order to make sure I'm out here helping folks navigate this issue, um, and hopefully uh, we'll we'll learn from that. So, Harmony, you got anything? yeah.
1: Um, so I, I I have been reading um, all about love by Bell Hooks, and you know I don't I don't ever make what are they called New Year's see I don't even know what they're called New Year's resolutions because I'm like. It's just another day to me. Um, but I, I have, you know, before the the thing of the capital happened, I was reading this book, and I'd really decided that I, I wanted to model my life more closely to a life that is lived solely from the purpose of love. And so, when we are having these conversations, I hope that people, even if you're uncomfortable, you remember that the point of the podcast is not to make you comfortable. Like we're not talking about our weekend at the mall, you know, we're not talking about funny stories. Like this is real stuff that affects families um, for, for generations to come. Um, So there was this one quote from all about love by bell hooks that says where the will to power is, excuse me, is paramount love will be lacking. And I Mm -hmm. think that that is such a poignant statement um, as we go into 2021. Um, I think the really beautiful thing about BJ and I's friendship, and I think a lot of the relationships that we both have, um, because of how we are able to adjust our perspectives, don't necessarily agree with us. Um, And we're Mm -hmm. not here to say that somebody's perspective is right or wrong. You know, we value all perspectives just because I don't agree with it, even if I think it's complete bullshit, excuse me, um, that doesn't mean that it's less valid. So this is a place where we can talk about things that are tough, where we can have varying perspectives, where we can have varying, various solutions to the same problem. Um, and that's what we're here to do. We're here to have these conversations with each other. We're hoping that we can engage you guys in these conversations um, because this isn't something that any one person is going to be able to solve clearly right. um, yeah. or else, I think that it would have been solved by now.
0: Exactly. Oh, thank you. That's, uh, I love that. Yeah. And that, and that's, it really does come from that space. I think I kind of, again, I keep saying that because Harmony and I did, we did a couple of rides and we were able to kind of just kind of sit and chat because I really want this, this, this comes from the space of just wanting folks to be safe and us to try to help you navigate that. And, um, hopefully be a part of that you know we we want to help we want to be a part of that and one of the, one of the things that we're going to do and uh I, I don't know if those of you that have been with us for a few you remember the defund policing broadcast that we did that some of my ex-colleagues uh, joined us we've decided that we are going to have them back on on a regular basis and uh, that series or a reoccurring event uh podcast we're going to be calling it we are allies and the reason I chose that is because it's made up of, of Black folks and Black police officers. And a lot of times, uh, members of the community who are, I want to say, not, not necessarily anti-police, but have an issue with law enforcement, don't see Black officers as um, allies. And we are. Um, we, we want the same thing. We see stuff in our own communities, and that can be, we feel like we can contribute to helping uh, our communities move forward. And we want people to see us as allies. So that's, I'm really looking forward to that because we're gonna be bringing that perspective as black police officers, how how in fact, we're hopefully gonna be having a guest on who's doing some research in this moment, how it's affecting black police officers. I just, this thing at Capitol Police, Capitol Police um, that just happened obviously that everybody knows about, just read an article where those black officers are doing their job and they're being called nigger the whole time they're doing the job. And so they're, they're police officers and individuals, you know, doing what they do are just mad at them for being a popo and then throwing nigger on top of it. So it's people don't realize it's just a little extra for black officers in, in this community. Um, so, you know, we want to just try to hit it from all all perspectives and appreciate uh, you guys joining us. We're looking forward to, to this 2021. Um, our team is here back back together. Like I said, for Andrew, the ones, I hope those of you that don't mind listening to the last show. So our team was Abby Braddich, our um, PR consultant, media consultant, and our, um, producer, Chris Downey. So we we're all excited about Getting it back on and, and and doing this again and having some fun, hopefully along the way.
1: And B.J., um, can I intercept before you?
0: Yeah, are you about to round it out? Uh, almost, but go right ahead. Okay, so this your show too. Oop,
1: <laughs> bloop. Period.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, so, you know, you had said that we are allies, and that's definitely something that I agree with. Um, you know, we we obviously share, I think, some of the same views. But it's like on a spectrum, right? And so I personally believe, and I feel like this is something that I need to communicate to people, I believe that we need complete reform of the police department. I think policing as it is now is intended to be abusive. And I think that you know when you're critiquing an abusive structure that was created to be abusive, it almost kind of feels counterintuitive. So I hope that with a reading that I've been doing um, in All About Love and some other resources that I've been looking into, maybe presenting an alternate perspective of not policing, because to me, policing has this, I don't know, this connotation and this inherent meaning that there is some division of power. so I don't know, maybe I could bring in a different perspective on how we could have, I don't even wanna say compassionate policing because it just doesn't, the two don't go together for me, but I don't have another word for it. Um, because I think that you know a lot of the times we get caught up in the technical aspects of, okay, well, did this person do this? Did the officer do that? When we're really missing the dynamic and the systems that create these types of chaotic interactions.
0: Did you see my eyes glaze over? Wow. <laughs> no, actually, you there is there is. Wow, Chris, <laughs> can you add in a shot fired
1: um, <laughs> audio clip right there, please? And, uh,
0: no, no, th- but you can be compassionate, and and I think for me the word is humanity. I think uh, uh, that officers, it's okay to show your humanity, right? Um, and, and, and we definitely so, agree. Yeah. So so yeah, there there is a space for that. Uh, I it's just. just there's a space for that it's just how you you gotta and, and you know we will probably get into this conversation a little deeper with some of the guests but that's part of who that it's up to you in my opinion is up to you as a police officer to to i should my interaction with you you see me in my uniform but if i'm doing what i'm supposed to do as a human you should see my humanity beyond that uniform. And to me, that's compassion. And if I have done that, then I have I have reached you beyond just being there in a uniform. And that that's compassion for me. And it, that's heavy lifting. And officers, you know, I'm not. They're out there um, that are doing that. Uh, it's just some folks may not be doing it as well as others, <laughs> but he yeah, th- th- there's a space for compassion. Yeah. I definitely. definitely
1: think that there is a space for compassion. And I think a lot of people get into the job so that they, you know, can be this beacon of hope or light or because they want to help people.
0: Yeah.
1: But again, when you think of the history of policing and what it's meant to do, yes. it, it is a power divide. So there are yes. the police who enforce right. law and order and then right. are they're the citizens. And because there is this hierarchy, you know, it goes back to that quote that I read you um, by Bell Hooks. Let me find it. I just had it. Oh, heck. It's like when I need to find it. I can't. Um,
0: a little sticky in it?
1: Uh, Where the will to power is paramount, love will be lacking. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I think that the whole idea of policing is to have somebody or a group of people in power of another subgroup of people to make sure that they are following the rules, which I don't know who deemed the rules to be valid or important, but but these are the rules. These are yes. social norms and culture. Right. Yes. And so I guess what I'm saying is, in yeah. order to really, and from, from my perspective anyway, in order to really change the The way that police do their jobs in Mm -hmm. order to change, I think, the relationship between police and community, there can't be a power divide. There cannot be a hierarchy where somebody is, you know, technically above another person. To me, that doesn't work because it's not coming from a place of love. It's coming from a place of power. Mm -hmm. Um, It's coming from a place of, I mean, in a lot of ways... A lot of autonomy to you know what I mean like yeah. letting your judgment kind of yes. affect you know how you react or don't react yes. so I guess that's what I'm saying not that there's not a place there definitely is a place and I yes. think that I, you know BJ you're one of the most compassionate people that I've ever met um but again I think that when you're when police officers they want to do a good job like you and you know tons of other police officers that want to do a good job they get into this field that forces them to be in these predicaments of power and again i just don't think that that mutual love and respect um can really exist when there is such that obvious divide
0: does that make sense it does and it does work it does work
1: you think it does work i, I yeah because okay
0: I, I, because if the right person, if you're doing it, and again, we, we can, this is a really good conversation that hopefully we will, we will bring up again, as we talk to some of our guests, we'll bring different, some perspectives, probably similar to yours, is that's, the, that's what we want to talk about the community, how to get involved because communities say what laws are written, how they're enforced, you know, so to kind of take some, tamp some of that power down, you know what I'm saying? So do you really want to, you know, continue to be the guy that, that writes the ticket for, for the homeless guy just because he jaywalk? Well, no, we don't need to be writing tickets for the homeless guy because he's jaywalking because that's all he does all day. You know, why you got to keep writing him tickets? I mean, mm-hmm. fi- fi- figure out something else. You know, the community dictates this is this is the power that I want my law enforcement. I don't need my law enforcement sitting around writing a bunch of tickets for so, for something that's really not compassionate. You know what I'm saying? Why would you continue to abuse that kind of stuff? So I think it can work. You know, it's just the community has to figure out what that power looks like. Because, you, I mean, at some point, the popo got to be the popo. I mean, we all understand that. But when you but really- But
1: why? Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like that is, uh,
0: I think no, because no, no, it is say, a norm. No, no, but, no, no, no. When I say popo got to be the popo, I mean, popo have to enforce laws. I right, mean,
1: and why? Do you get yeah. what I'm saying? Like, why do we, why have we- created a system that works like this? Like, are we just going to say that, you know, human nature is to be bad and to be deviant? Or are we just not thinking expansively enough about the police having to be the police? Like, is there not, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think that this season, that's something that I want to explore a little bit more is how can we think outside of the box and outside of really the constraints of capitalism um, to see, you know, if we could imagine what an ideal relationship would look like between, Mm -hmm. you know, whether it's the police or whatever, you know, we decide to name it, how they interact with, with community community. members, because they should be considered a part of the community. That's the thing, yes, you know, and I think that when we're talking about, you know, the community does this, that, and the third, police are kind of excluded from that for a number of reasons right and yes my thing is if you're invested in the community if you are a part of the community Mm -hmm. that's why community policing works yes you have an investment in it and it's a lot different than you know you go home 20 miles away and you don't have to see these people until you're on the clock again
0: yes that's I mean you just said it in a UNCG got a degree and I don't have one is that um (laughs) basically you that's it the community and the police have to talk about what do you want this to look like? When I was talking about it in the beginning, um, what, I'm, what we wanna to try to do is, it, the narrative is national, but the actions are local. You know, what, what do you want? To, like you just said, you know, so how do I want my police to interact? Would I prefer to have most police officers in my little small community who live in my community instead of 20 miles down the road? You know, what, what do we need to do to make that happen in my community? Because I know that harmony lives in my communities. I want, and I know she wants to be a police officer. So how can I make that happen? What does that look like? Because I know she's going to be compassionate. And <laughs> this is, you, you know, well, you know. In
1: theory, I would if, make a horrendous
0: police officer. Well, you know, say. long as we long as we feed her, she'll be all right. But you know, so <laughs> you got to be at the table in order for to have this conversation with the community, and that's that to me. What you're saying, I guess. What I'm trying, what I, I agree with what you're saying. What I'm trying to, what I'd like to say is, that's local conversation. That's not a national conversation. It's a national conversation, but it's a local action because each each community has to decide on what that looks like. Because
1: yeah, absolutely. Yeah,
0: so and so, yeah. Whatever, everything that you're saying, then all that discussion needs to be locally because it's going to be agree. different. So yeah, it can work. It's just got to get got to get them to the table. And but I think um, we
1: have to be brave enough and we have to be creative enough to 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 really think think critically and and in a way that we weren't taught to think in, in a way that we're not used to. Yes. Is nobody why do we have to live in a society where somebody has to be in power and where somebody has to enforce and then i'd also kind of like to pose this to you bj for reflection when you were you know when we were talking about how community integration is necessary um, for you know community members and police officers when we're coming to the table to have these conversations and i think that's why we're able to do it so well there is not a hierarchy you're not the boss of me i'm not the boss of you when we walk out of here you have absolutely no effect on my you know well i mean you do but you you don't you know what i mean like we are equals in this conversation versus you know if we do have community members and we do have police officers who are talking to them generally you can still feel that power divide Mm -hmm. um and it's it's because of a number of things you know what i mean and so that that's what i say that like typical policing in my opinion and the way that we've approached these conversations in the past where there is that clear divide of you mm-hmm. know enforcer in power and yes. you know just yeah. regular regular average show
0: mm-hmm.
1: clearly that's not going to create an environment where people even want to treat each other that way like think about you know when somebody acts like they know more than you that they're better than you. And I'm not saying that all police do this, but from a citizen's perspective, that's probably what it feels like. Like, you don't know anything about my neighborhood. You don't know anything about our lives or how we function here or why I do the things that I do because you're not from here or, you know what I mean? Like you don't have the same background as me. So of course there's going to be, you know, some type of contentment and tension when you have folks that, you know, don't have the, I think the emotional intelligence uh, to really handle these interactions with people that are different than them. Um, So, yeah, that's what, that's what I've been thinking about, but also I feel like I'm trying to unlearn a lot of the things that I thought were so true and absolutely concrete. And I'm telling you, it's because of this book, BJ, I, I'm I'm telling you, and you know, I'm a shit talker. Like I talk cash cash s-h-i-t you know what why are you spelling it now you just said it but you're right on. i talk cash shit <laughs> <laughs> i talk cash shit <laughs> um <laughs> but i i I'm even like reconsidering that. So it's like, wow, Ooh. am I actually a good person now? I don't, I don't, remains to be seen, remains to be
0: seen. Just because you got new eyelashes, eyelashes, that's all that is. Right.
1: I got new eyelashes and I read my first book of 2021. So watch out world. And I got jail polish on my toes. Okay.
0: <laughs> TMI, TMI. She's <laughs> <was> next level. <laughs> no, th- yeah. I, I, yeah. I'm, I agree with you. I agree. It's a, it's a different, it's a difficult, different kind of conversation. It's a different way to reimagine what we want. Mm-hmm. And, and everybody has to be saying, you know, we all want something different. We just don't know what it looks like. And then when we come to the table, we're equals.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. And just got to figure out how to do that and, and be willing to do that. It's we're coming. That's in, the you know, biggest part. Yeah. Just, I think we're all sitting here together. We all, we all want to go home. Right. <laughs> right. You know, we all want to go home. So how, right. Are we- how do we make that better for us all? You know, yeah, and you know, we're all going to different spaces, but we all want to go home and, and yeah. let's, let's figure that out. So yeah, I,
1: okay. I think we've been so heavily conditioned that somebody always has to be wrong or somebody always has to be the bad mm-hmm. guy and it always mm-hmm. has to be somebody's fault. Um, and that's something that I've been really paying attention to lately. And perhaps it's nobody's fault. You know what I mean? It's it's no one individual's fault right. that we're we're in this predicament. Right. And perhaps you know we need to move from blaming and shaming mm-hmm. to accountability because I think they're different. Blaming and shaming, in my yes. opinion, is yes. very different than accountability. And yes. coming to people from a space of love yes. and continuing in that space of love, even when it's difficult. Um, yes. yes. And again, it's, it's hard. Like, this is hard stuff.
0: Yeah, you, know. you know what I
1: mean? In, in your day-to-day world, this is hard stuff to figure out. Yes. Um, and then, of course, when you're talking about things that, that really matter, that have people's lives hanging in the balance, yes. of course, it's going to be an emotional conversation. Um, yes. But perhaps it's, it's nobody's fault. Uh, maybe we don't have to point fingers right now. Maybe we can yeah. just share our experiences. And, yeah. you know, I I definitely am somebody that believes in justice, um, but I believe in reconciliation and not the way that we think about justice typically. And so perhaps this is something that we could also talk, talk about at a later date. But yeah. for me, when I was able to start looking at things from a perspective of you don't have to be wrong. You know what I mean? You could be clueless. You could be ignorant. You could be, you know, this or that, but you don't have to be wrong and you don't have to be the villain. One thing that um, that really challenged me was what was the lady's name who just who was shot by Capitol Police? Uh,
0: Ashley. I think I think
1: think it was Ashley. Yeah, Ashley, you're right. People are posting on Facebook, all of these really crude memes. And Mm -hmm. I'm not going to lie to you. I did laugh. And then I, you know, I had this moment where I was where I had to come back to myself and say, I don't agree with this woman. I don't agree with the way that she lived her life. I don't agree with the things that she probably thought about people that looks like me. But at the end of the day, this is a loss of human life. And Mm -hmm. I don't want to be like them. I don't want to be a person that's making fun of somebody else that died, regardless of the circumstances. And so I think that we have to remember that. Like, even if we don't agree with people, even if we don't agree with what they stand for, there is a way to not like somebody, to not care for somebody, to completely disagree um, with someone and not respect their views. But it's a completely different thing to then not respect them as a person and not not give them the ability to, to be human. Did your oh, eyes just close over again?
0: <laughs> uh, you were just, weird.
1: can I say one more thing? Look, <laughs> no, okay. I, I, was- I just, I just said that, but also let me say this. The people that are all like, Oh, Ashley, well, I don't remember her last name, but Oh, mm-hmm. like say her name, blah, blah, blah. First of all, these people are terrorists, so let me let me let y'all know I'm not going soft on these people. These people are terrorists, and I guarantee you these same people who were looking at, you know, what was his name, Osama bin Laden and Saddam Hussein. Mm -hmm. I can't believe I remember that because I was like six, but anyway, um, these people aren't gonna have any compassion for them, you know what I mean? Like, they're not gonna, they're not gonna say, oh, well, you know, what we did is, exactly the same just on a smaller scale so i don't know these people are terrorists they need to be held accountable but we also can rise above and not not also retaliate in that hate because it's it's all consuming and it's heavy
0: yeah and i wasn't gonna say my eyes glazed. i was i actually was getting to say that was really good Um. i mean because it you're right the bottom line is it's all about humanity I feel and like we is. should
1: just go live in a combine. you want to go? <laughs> Let's just go. I don't know. No. <laughs> what? <laughs> so you wouldn't want to live in, like, a hippie compound with me?
0: Uh, you know,
1: maybe. Wow. I mean. Uh, It'd be your own people. But you know what, okay. BJ? You're <laughs> not even fun enough to be in my hippie commune, so you're not invited anymore. <laughs> okay.
0: So, wow, Pastor Chavez, that was really good. That was awesome. Thank you
1: you're still not coming to my, <laughs> my compounds. <so.
0: laughs> <laughs> uh, Flattery gets you
1: nowhere with me, only food.
0: Uh, so thank you, Harmony, for the chat and the lesson about humanity and that we just need to, not we just need to, but we need to work on just being human to mm-hmm. each other. And that's it. So we can solve this issue. So thanks for listening to our, to our first one. Um, hope everybody, you know, is is, is healthy and, and safe I'm doing this one. We're, we're really looking forward to, to 2021. <clears throat> and again, you know, what we do is we help individuals interact safely with law enforcement. And we're also trying to figure out if we can be of service to local community folks, to how to help them based on, you know, a lot of what Harmony just got through saying that we come to the space to figure out together collectively nobody's no power struggle that we just sit and we just chat and we figure out you know what do we want you know Mm -hmm. we want to all go home what does that look like for this community how how do we what does that space look like respecting each other realizing a lot of differences are going to be there but the main thing is safety and getting home and how do we do that uh, without having this power divide in the room because it's all about humanity so I appreciate harmony doing that um, so we look we look forward to um you guys join us. we're excited about being out on the uh on apple and spotify. I feel like i'm a you yeah know,
1: you're a grown up podcaster now
0: you can really call
1: yourself a podcaster a pod-ca- do you have an instagram b j you should put that in your
0: bio uh, no yeah i have an instagram that i'll Abby takes care of Abby. No I'm talking about your
1: personal Instagram. First of all you need your Juan Pablo photo from her Zoom. (laughs) So BJ I really I really hope that you'll post this for the people that are going to watch this on YouTube. Mm. Um, She looks like a Mexican man from a telenovela (laughs) and then like in your in your bio it should be like Podcaster link in bio.
0: <laughs> nope. And Abby, <laughs> do not do anything with that. <laughs> so even if Harmony tries to email you on a download, do not participate. <laughs> so anyway, welcome to 2021 of UN50 here in the Bull City. And as always, stay well. Peace.